Okay. I had to do that to sync up the sound. What's up, Jenny? What's up? I'm good. Welcome back to the Million Ex-Girlfriends Podcast. This is episode number 60. This is my friend Jenny, just Jenny. When I saw you do, uh, when we were doing open mic, I remember at one point you said you were like, just Jenny. And I was like, that's a fucking great name. Like, that should be like your Instagram handle or whatever. Yeah, or just like Jenny. your username. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like J-U-S, but that might be like a bit too like. Just. Yeah. Just Jenny. Like, just, like, yeah, like, just, like, just, like, if it were like just Jenny, J-U-S-T, like, that gets to the point. But then like just Jenny, like, puts like a little bit of like a, like a sass on it. Like a oh, little yeah. bit of a stink. Kind of a double entendre too, basically. It does just mean something? I mean, if you look at, I don't know, the meaning of just, like, I'm just Jenny, but I'm also, oh, yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty just about things. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Justified. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? That was a great fucking show. You know, well, I never saw Deadwood or Justified, actually. I've seen plenty of clips of Justified. That's why I said it was a great show, but um, they both have Timothy Oliphant in them. They're both Westerns. Are they the same show? What happened there? I, I, I don't, don't know what you're talking about. I didn't watch the shows. What's, what's the word? Concurrently? Like when you watch something as it comes out? Yeah. Is, is concurrently the word? I don't know. I'm going to be I'm going to be pissed. But uh, so, yeah, I never watched them concurrently. But like when I look back, I'm like, oh, oh, they're both Western TV shows with Timothy Oliphant. That sounds good. He was good in one of them. So they put him in the other one. That makes sense. But then like I'm thinking to myself like, oh, did they just make the same show twice? But I, I, I literally know nothing about either show, <laughs> except for some clips I've seen of one of them. Let me give you a review on this book that I've never read. Exactly. No. I know what it's about, and it's shite. <laughs> it's more fun to talk about things when you don't know what's going on, when you don't know what's happening. What happened with the Fifty Shades series? Like, I remember as a kid in school, like, if you missed out on something, you kind of had to, like, pretend your way through a conversation. You need to be like, yeah, they did the thing in the part where the guy... And then you're like, bye. But, like, as an adult... <laughs> As an adult now, I can't just have fun with that. I don't feel bad about missing out on something. A, there's so many fucking things now. There's just so much stuff. I hate being one of those people, but like, goddamn. I mean, here we are making a podcast, which I will upload to the internet, and which will just add to the pile and the mountain of stuff, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of stuff. Movies. Oh yeah, we forgot to put on a TV show. Um, um you, you handle uh, this one. Both. Okay. I see both. You got it. You handle that. See, what's great is the video is not gonna come. Like I said, the video is not gonna come out for like a week or two. Um, I'm I'm broke, boy. I uh have a day. Damn it! My microphone was off that whole time. Check that switch. Uh, mine's on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna leave it in. I'm just gonna leave it in. I don't give a fuck. Please do. Just, you know what? You should just like put like little captions for yourself, <laughs> and then when the mic goes, is on, just use that. I could probably cut in the audio from the camera. All oh man, that. that's I, awesome. I'd have to do some kind of audio trick there, but oh, that's gonna make that's gonna make editing. Now I'm actually gonna have to edit the audio. No, it's gonna be fun. Like just, I was just put like subtitles in the at the bottom, and then people will be like, "What the?" happening and then you'd be like okay I, now it's working i think All i'm right. probably loud enough that i got picked up in your microphone and mm -hmm. very well could have that might have happened because i just i just you know i talk on my chest i don't know how not to trying to trying to whisper and be quiet is hard for me be like yo you see that ugly ass guy over there like we can that hear you guy. this this is the library <laughs> <laughs> i know do you see how ugly that dude is i'm asking you a question like, sir, I'm I'm right here. He's not he's not even ugly. <laughs> My TV takes a while to warm up. See? Yeah, no, that's fine. Adventure time? Um I've never watched Adventure <gasps> Time, to be honest. No. Yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna turn this we're gonna have to turn what? the sound off. We're gonna have to turn the sound off anyway. We can't have I know, the sound. Yeah. But damn it. I'll put subtitles on. So put on no, nah, put on either like yeah, this is Hulu. Put on either like Rick and Mort Rick and Morty or It's Always Sunny. Oh, I could do that. You like it's always sunny. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 
Put on It's Always Sunny without right. the sound on, yeah. Oh, Thank you. I, so much more fun. I if we're gonna if we're gonna put on something in the background though, like with no sound, I'd rather it be something I'm familiar with, because like, like I do that with Community, and that gives me something to talk about during the podcast. You know, yeah. I did that on an episode of the podcast with Jesse Piff. We fucking put on Fast and Furious Eight in the background, and oh, I remember that. The sound was off, but like. We were just sitting there. It's it's basically just us commenting on the movie for an hour. <laughs> you know what's really fucking amazing to watch? Have you seen Midnight Gospels? Uh, I've heard me. of it. <gasps> no, I've, I've told heard you about of, this. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I'm telling you right now, you don't need sound and to just have it playing in the background. You're going to be like, what the fuck is happening right I now? I believe you. I'll go, I want, I'll go watch. You know what? I haven't had like much of an attention span for like movies movies lately. I haven't either because it, it just... Oh. I've been watching TV shows and stuff. But a lot of the newer TV shows, like the serialized TV shows on like Netflix and stuff, they're just they're 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 long movies. They're eight hour movies, and it's kind of hard to like. It's like you got to kind of have the same attention span for a movie. It's like I don't want to see a fucking intro every twenty minutes, hour. I guess they do skip the intro, but still, like the just the point being, like I don't know, like that Elizabeth Holmes series on Hulu, the one that has Amanda Seyfried in it. Like, that one should be a movie. Like, that's a series that should be a movie, for instance. It's trying to be one big, long movie, but it needs to be a two-hour movie. Yeah, but that's the thing about a series, though, that I like, is just that there's, like, this huge story arc. Well, and, I don't feel when like... when you see a film... I, I think the attention span is different, because when you see a film, they pack so much shit into, like, a 90-minute film that you... It's just... Well... For that specific for that specific series, it feels like there's not enough material for a whole series. That's that's what I'm saying about that. Mm. Like it oh, should I see. that specific property oh, wow. should have been a movie. Really? Oh, yeah. That's 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 terrible. Then. Whereas, like, I'm trying to think, like, the first season of Stra- the first season of Stranger Things. Oh, I haven't seen. Like that. That, that is a great that. fucking. That is a great fucking show. Oh, is Midnight Gospel the fucking the the podcast show? Yes. Okay. Oh I, my gosh, I cannot believe you have not seen this. I they, know. They, I don't. It is so philosophical. It's it, amazing. So they they talk seen, about philosophical things paired with like the craziest like visuals. It it's it's just so insane. It's so insane. Okay, so to be fair, I actually have seen this before. I forgot that I've seen this before, but fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've actually been watching this with a friend of mine recently. All right, so then you've seen it already, so we could just put on these crazy, weird visuals that just... You know, I'm not a... And you can, you can leave it on. I'm just going to kind of bitch here for a minute, but, like, I'm not a fan of, like, things that try to be, like, psychedelic in their... Like, animations that try to be psychedelic. Sometimes it feels a bit try-hard, you know? Yeah, but I wonder if <clears throat> the... So when I watch this, what I find interesting is that it's difficult to kind of go between being into the visuals and being into the conversation and in a way that's like the whole show is based around like awareness and and all these like really great philosophical ideas but yet there there's all these weird visual representations that like completely throw you off that track so in a way, it's kind of, I don't know, I find it a, like a challenging show to, and to see how they pair up philosophical conversation with something that is lighthearted and funny and comedic. It just like all this. That's valid. I'll you have know what to, I mean? I'll have to, I'll have to watch it myself and absorb it myself. Um, or I just, ha- well, I'll have to watch it while not recording a podcast oh. to fully absorb it. But um... like, can't someone be philosophical and be artistic and humorous at the same time you know yeah that's see that's the problem with like that's the problem with like modern comedy i feel like people at one point started looking to comedians for ideologies and philosophies and stuff and moral values and i don't know why we did that because they're fucking comedians they're jesters they're entertainers they're supposed to stoop as low as possible to get a reaction because that's your fucking job yeah like, yeah, but we don't have... Okay. Do why you... do I fucking give a fuck if Amy Schumer's a good person? Why, why do I need Amy... Why do? Why did the woke crowd come for Amy Schumer? You know, I, I why, know. why did they need her to be on their side? I mean, I, I mean, I think there are some comedians that... 
really for me, there's only one comedian that represents, that can represent like the good of society and what's going on, which is Dave Chappelle. He does it in a way that is informative, uh, yet still funny. He still mocks things. He's still like, do you know what I mean? I have liked his Netflix stand-up specials in his old age, but they're not as good as The Chappelle Show. I do love Dave Chappelle as overall. Have you seen his newer stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen yeah, all yeah. of his. I've okay. seen all of his yeah. specials that he's put out on Netflix over like the last three or, or since he started doing stand-up specials again. Mm. I've seen all of those. Um, my only thing being that, like, I get that it's a different format from The Chappelle Show, but it does kind of feel like we're pretending that that weird period where he just disappeared never happened. It feels like we're kind of being it. it I don't know. He acknowledges that he went away. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think he's trying to gaslight me into believing he never went away. But I feel like society is trying to gaslight me into believing he never <laughs> went away. It's really fucking weird. I don't know how to explain. Like we're all just like. First off, we all missed him. We all missed him when he disappeared. He fucking took off mm. while filming the third season of Chappelle's Show. They did like two more episodes mm -hmm. without him. Fucking got the season got cut in half. He was just out of the public eye, just gone for years. Then within the last 10 years, he just starts popping up again, doing stand-up specials and shit, like doing stand-up comedy, you know, and then eventually specials started coming out. <clears throat> and then he did that last one, and there was a lot of a lot of controversy and outcry from that. Um, let me look at the timer on the camera. I can't believe there's a... Wait, how, remaining... 15. Okay, shit. I, I need to get, like, a monitor so I can see. Mm. Well, see, the problem is, like, I know about how this... I never got a monitor, I just realized, because when you plug the monitor in, when you record using the monitor, the signal to the monitor gets cut when you hit record. So you can use it to visualize what your shot, right. but as soon as you hit record, the signal to the monitor gets cut. Oh, and that's not supposed to... You're yeah. supposed to see yeah, right. what yep. you're recording in the... Right. And that's just how that camera's designed. I won't be yeah. able to get around it. What well, was I talking I mean, about? Uh, we're, oh, yeah. We're talking D about Chappelle and Dave Chappelle, feeling yeah. gaslit by uh, society. There was a lot of outcry after uh, the closer. And, um, you know, I understand. You know, he went pretty hard in the paint. And uh, it, it's like, it's not my place to be mad at him for anything because I'm not part of any of the communities who were uh, who were You're offended by exactly yeah. so I feel like there were some things he handled pretty clumsily but he tried to communicate some grand you know he tried to communicate some grand ideas on these subjects while still trying to comport it to a stand-up comedy structure right the last one to me wasn't so much a stand-up special as it was kind of just like a long form rant with jokes thrown in occasionally. To it was like a long form rant that was that that made uh uh that took knew what format it was in and and tried as best it could to comport itself to that. Yeah. Trying to have like the best of both worlds kind of thing, I guess. Trying to like hit the hit the hit hit the middle ground between like ranting about some shit that basically just pisses off an old man, but also still trying to be a, a comedy set in that, yeah. like genuinely be a comedy set, not just an old man ranting. But because of how, but because of the effect that it had on people, it it did just kind of come off like an old man ranting. Yeah, unfortunately. So I will admit that I have not seen the last one. I know the controversy surrounding him with um, the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. You know, I feel like in general, throughout time, comedians will always offend somebody. And, you know, I, you and I have talked about this even because there are some comedians that, for me, sometimes go a little too far too. Because... Mm. I don't know. I just I just feel like if uh, like if you're talking about rape and dead babies, which some comedians do mm. and some people find that funny and that's great. But 
it's just unfortunate for people who maybe have had abortions before yeah. or it's unfortunate for people who have been sexually assaulted before to want to go to a comedy show and hear jokes and then be like fuck that sucks like i don't mm. that that is not a funny situation that is a tragic traumatic well situation. you shouldn't you shouldn't go to a comedy show if you're one of those people who draws a line right in front yeah. of the things you like yeah i can understand you're not that you're not there for the show yeah. if that's the case right you're there for something else entirely right. or not for that comedian right? exactly yeah. like mm-hmm. you, there's you go where you i feel like there can't be comedy without an offended element there has to be an element of pain and suffering in order for there to be a joke it's not fucking funny otherwise like some element of something in that joke has to suffer for some reason yeah but there are some comedians who do it no 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 i I would i would say that there are some comedians who do it better than others though like hannah gatsby she she fights for the lgbtq community so anyway she does it in a way so anyway i was fucking getting raped and it was going on forever (laughs) So then, anyway, it just kept going and going, and I'm getting raped, and I'm like, "Oh, gee, I thought I thought men only I don't I, this, I thought men didn't last this long. This is, this is making a good name for men here. Too bad he's raping me. <laughs> yep, too fucking bad. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's just horribly horrible. <laughs> oh my god, I do not condone this kind of comedy. I don't. <laughs> I don't think anyone condones it. <laughs> you know yeah. what kind of comedy I like? And I do like Dave Chappelle because he, you know, kind of sheds some light on some issues. But I find it really amazing that people can make jokes out of normal things that don't necessarily seem funny. You know, like, I think that is a huge skill to have. That is that is a skill I work on. I, I um... Like, I try to make jokes out of anything. And to me, a lot of jokes are just, like, disconnects in logic or something. Mm, yeah. So, like, I can, I can, I'll talk about anything, like, architecture, modern Western architecture. I don't, I'm not an architect. I don't know shit. But I know how to use my eyes. You know, modern Western architecture with all these right angles. What the fuck is this bullshit? There's no creativity anymore. And uh, I have, like, an architect friend. And I didn't know he was an architect oh, until no. I just started ranting about, I just started ranting about that. He's like, oh, man. Yes, thank you. I know the answer. It's standardized building materials. But yeah, there is no fucking creativity in architecture. And I was like, I didn't know you were an architect. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I can I can laugh about mundane shit like that yeah. because as long if you can just look for like, you know, the disconnects of the gaps in logic. Yeah, that's that's funny. That's mm. funny. Like being witty is funny. Just seeing like just the inherent flaws in some of most of the shit that we comedy do. has to be about flaws if anything so like pain or suffering that might be a bit rough but there has yeah. to be some element of a flaw yeah. or an exposure of something that's otherwise embarrassing um or some tension some level whether of tension. it's about the person making the joke or whether the joke is being made about someone else for whatever reason um there is something to be said about handling these things with a deft hand but also like some things some things we just got to talk about as a race you know we're only just starting to come around on racism and be like yo damn we shouldn't we've been uh, ostracizing people for the color of their skin wow and now uh, so i'm going to use the word gaslight again and i i hate overusing this word but cuz i feel like a buzzfeed article or something but i do feel like i'm trying to be gaslit by people into thinking that but like ra- like we know racism has been bad but like now we're trying to like force a lot of change at once and humans take a long time oh, to adapt to stuff oh. it takes 10,000 generations for an evolutionary change to be made not just a physical evolutionary change but also a way a change in the way thought happens yeah. our brains are literally too young to accept all this change that's being given to us at once. So while there's a lot of people with radical ideas that are amazing, they are not going to take. I love I love it. I fucking love it. But something bad is going to happen within the next 10 years with a lot of the progress that's been made on race, on sexuality, gender, 
all of those things are going there's going to be massive fucking women all the fucking stuff that's been done for women in the last couple of years every one of those is going to get fucked with within the next 10 mm. years because democrats are not going to be able to hold on they're they're bad at their jobs and they aren't even doing anything about anything that needs to be done okay so here's my thoughts on this cuz i wanted to bring this up about like evolution and how we just have not changed history keeps repeating itself uh people in power still want to occupy land and people and, uh, and it's barbaric it, it's, it's it's ridiculous barbaric. it's just it's and really it's it's a it's kind of bullying it's just grown-up bullying it's it's ridiculous but um in a way i almost feel like the amount of eth- emphasis that someone can place on something can in a way make things worse and exacerbate things. You know what I mean? You know when you're trying to explain a situation to someone and as you're explaining it, you're just you're just like falling down that rabbit hole and it's just making things worse and worse for the other person? Yeah. Because you have to explain all this stuff and then it makes you look less credible because you're trying to like... Yeah. You and know. then eventually you just start talking too much and you're not and you're not making any progress. Yeah, and, and then you get lost and any intellectual progress. You're saying the same things over and over yeah. again. Yeah. And that's what I feel like we're at. It's just like not only are are we doing that as a society, but we're just we're all talking no action. You well, know? I, or, also I think one of the one of the big problems with identity politics oh. is that it's way too much about identity. It's way too much about saying what you identify as saying what you are just be it or just be like a human fucking being who deserves exactly. respect and i like to me i look at the basic form of what it means to treat someone with respect like it doesn't i don't care what the fuck you identify as i don't care because at the end of the day like that's your own self identification that has nothing to do with yeah. me i have no right to judge anything like why can't we just respect each other and love each other? That, that's all. And, and lift each other up. That, it, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. It's like those guys on the internet who just spend all their time complaining to each other about how they feel disrespected as men or like men are taken seriously or whatever. And it's like, you're doing this to yourself. Stop identifying as this thing. Start Stop getting hurt about it because you have this thought that you're so attached to. And just... Just be, just be that thing by just being. White dudes can make a lot better name for themselves that they could just stop getting so wrapped up in their white dudeness. I don't know any other way to put it. Ego? Yeah, yeah. We have, that's, we have. I, I, that's a way better word for you it. You know, I don't even know how to feel about ego these days. Some people would look at it as like a human flaw, like our ego gets the best of us and it does a lot of the times, but it has to be there for some reason to keep us in check on some level, on some level. But yeah, we 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 just kind of get lost in it, get lost in like this whole, I, I want to be the best at this. I, yep. I want to feel good about this. I have pride in this. Like these, these are my views. How dare you go against that? Like, I don't. It's just uh, uh, <laughs> the fucking they baby. gave birth to a baby in a fucking plastic bathtub. Yeah, that water just turned red mm-hmm. out of nowhere. <laughs> um, well, it turned red out of her vagina. That's, that's well, no. I, it, when I say out of nowhere, I mean it just happened so quickly. Like I don't even think there was like a transition animation. Like all like it just took three frames. For it to just become completely red. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, this show is amazing. I think one of the problems with Ego is it's basically there. It's like a built-in, like, um, like you're, an an- you're basically an animal. You know, you're a meat sack. You're an, a- you're an animal who's, who's like, humans are like, you know, we're just fucking monkeys. That are aware yep. we still have that part of, of the brain. fact that we're going to die. You know, we're on a rock flying through space and that just feels really helpless. And that's why ego exists. I mean, because my, of death, my theory, because yeah. of our, our thoughts on death. Basically, I mean, that's where most of it stems from. Just fear of your own fucking just 
tempor in uh, a temporariness. I wonder what's gonna happen. Temporality. I wonder what's gonna happen then, if or when we evolve. Like, does our ego go away first, or does our understanding of death become? Well, it's not gonna you know, be like it's not gonna be like and... fucking it's not gonna be like a Pokemon or Digimon evolution where like you know, we're this is the evolution. It's happening now. Like we're always in it. It's like history. Like you're always you're always yeah oh in yeah. It. Like we read like a history book about stuff that was happening back then. That was just some shit that they were going yeah. through. Well, we're still going through the same shit that happened in history. That's, exactly. That's what's so fucking crazy to me. Like, you see what happened. Like, why are we history, not... Yeah, history repeats itself. Why are we not... The universe is cyclical. ...really tapping into that and saying, oh, hmm, maybe we shouldn't resort to those same exact things that happened, you know, throughout history. I, I don't know. Just there's, there's a lot going on today here in this conversation. We're all over the place. It's, that's fine. That's what it's for. We got to... death. We got to fill an hour. You know, we could talk, we could talk real. I'm mm. trying to interject with jokes, but like, I'm actually interested in this I mean, conversation. No, I'm actually I'm interested like... in having this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like the Hannah Gadsby Joke's thing. on you, motherfuckers. The, the Hannah Gadsby joke was like, you know, that was, that was, that was the only thing that really gave me space to make, to, to get a riff in so far. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some oh. episodes, some episodes are like fucking just like riff town. You know, just riff city. Oh, I know. I've seen. I've other, seen them. Other episodes are just like so. Yeah, so fast life. and furious. Let's talk about life, and <laughs> death, and politics. Fuck. Oh yeah, I can't. I, yeah, sometimes I just try to think of myself as like a <laughs> dumb guy, but sometimes I can't help but just start talking about like politics and stuff. Well, we all we all have our dumb dumb moments, and you know. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, I just try to live my life finding joy. <laughs> as cliche as that sounds, I do. I, I try to just enjoy every day because. <laughs> did you see? Wait, did you see the woman who was making out with her decapitated boyfriend's head? Nah, there's a lot going on. I don't think yeah. I've seen that. That's well, so funny how some people are getting saved and then just dying anyway. That's fucking hilarious. Midnight Gospels, if you haven't seen it, the show is off the hook. It's amazing. I think a lot of people... If you're, watch, if you're watching me, you probably have seen Midnight Gospel. Highly entertaining. <laughs> like... There is so much... You know what? I just realized there is a lot to be said for, like, gross-out um, comedy, gross-out animation. Mm. I think I'm kind of, like... I think I'm kind of over some of the gross-out shit, like, because of, like, Rick and Morty and stuff like mm. that. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with animation, but I don't need, like, that's a, that was a butt, you know? Like, that was just straight up a butt, and it's just shitting stuff out. Oh, that? Literally. That was an interdimensional butt. Oh, no, I see butt. that as a vagina. Or was a vagina, either oh, it's way. Oh, to it's totally a vagina. It was a human orifice that was ejecting stuff into the physical world. Yeah. It was, that was, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, but how amazing would that be to have that kind of world, like... You know, just, I guess, stuck in an orifice. No, ew. No, wait, I don't want to Wait, 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 wait. Actually, this is, this is interesting. I don't because... want to live in a place called an orifice. <laughs> so, there was a scientist, I don't, I don't, or neuroscientist, I think. I don't, I don't know his name. I've been trying to figure this out for years, and I, every time I remember. Orifice apartment homes. The future is now. Sorry, I was just trying to riff. Continue. Yeah, no, actually, that's a really great, uh. It's like having a little space, magic space in your home. <laughs> Have you read House of Leaves? Do you want to step into step into the interdimensional void? Have Is it big? Is it small? You're right at home. <laughs> Hustle what? <laughs> well, I think I've read Hustle and Flow by uh, Sapphire. I th no, Hustle. Wait, what is Hustle and Flow? Never mind. What's your thing? Hustle and Flow is a movie, isn't it? I don't. I don't it's a, just, well, said, I, I know the Hustle and Flow movie. You said Hustle, and then Hustle and Flow popped into my head, so I just said it. Did I say Hustle? When did I say Hustle? You asked me if I read something or seen something. House of Leaves. House of Leaves. No, what is it about? I think I might have I think I might have interjected you from another thing you were trying to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting lost, lost in this rabbit this hole. Is what, 
I'm not um, a host. I'm a conversationalist. <laughs> no, it basically it's when there's a point in the book where the inside space of a house is larger than the outside space of the house. So the dimensions of the inside of the house end up being larger than the outside. Oh, the fucking saucer from Tomb Raider 3 mm. from the Area 51 level. Oh, I don't know this. If, if anyone out there has played Tomb Raider 3, you know exactly what I'm talking about. At the end of the Nevada levels, you're in, you're in Area 51. You go to climb inside of a saucer. The saucer's a little bit taller than Lara. You know, Lara's, mm. Lara's supposed to be like kind of like six feet tall she's mm. supposed to be like a tall woman mm -hmm. so you can assume that saucers maybe like seven to ten feet tall based on the proportions you know it's ps1 so everything's a little bit off whack but you know bear with me for a second let's try to put some kind of logic into it the point is from the outside it's like it looks like a vehicle it looks mm. like a, a you know like it's not that big it's in like a it's in like a you know it's it's not too too much bigger than the lara character model however you can go under it you climb up inside, and as soon as you do, it's massive. Yeah. It's fucking huge. The physical space inside of the vehicle is bigger than what the outside yeah. of the vehicle you see is. That? We, we, we see that a lot. Like, uh, what, Doctor Who? Same thing with the TARDIS, right? Probably. I don't like, watch Doctor or, Who. I'm familiar with it. All right, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. You can talk about enough. Doctor Who. I'm just, I just but... can't. No, I'm going to go back to my original story about this neuroscientist. Neuroscientist. Backtracking here. Um, he found, like, I don't know. This was many, many years ago, so I'm, I'm sure scientifically there's been, like, scientific breakthroughs in this or, or not. Um, but basically his re research uh, showed that we have, like, these tiny little tubules in our brain and that inside tubules? these yeah like these i don't know these these little yeah tubule things. Like i know i know that, like, i know <laughs> but um and that basically the research was saying that like some if you enter if, if you look into what what's in the tubules like it is an endless like space mm. and that is just a really interesting concept because that's it that concept mimics uh the universe that there's like it there there are no boundaries to our universe. Like it just goes. It's like an endless, you know, vast space. Worlds within other worlds. Yes. So we have a world within all brains. Orifice apartment saying. homes. Worlds yeah, see? Yeah. Orifice apartment homes. Worlds within worlds. <laughs> You're right at home. There we go. That's how we fucking yeah. That's how you that's how you write a bit. That's how you write a riff. You do mm. some research, you get some information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah none of what i'm saying might not be true at all because i haven't done the research that's a, no that's all right you it's just all here no that's, you just keep you just keep you know you just keep using using your mouth <laughs> using the mouth bing bong bing bong i had that problem never mind i'm not gonna do that that's not too many clown babies now gather and sing the song of joy to these noble, peaceful deer dogs. That's what those are supposed to be. Yes. God, I that's hate. That's I hate that. Why is his head so wide? Yeah, this one's a strange one. Well, actually, ah! all pretty strange. So that's an understatement. But why is there and... so much blood? Well... Why is why why are these? What the fuck is happening? They just cornered that one. Yeah, oh. they're just ripping these clown babies apart. Oh. Shit. What the fuck is this show? Yeah, no, I did like a little. I'm. Uh, I don't think I. Sh I shouldn't still be, like you know, like sometimes you do like. I don't know. You you've only ever done shrooms, right? You mean I've only ever done shrooms? As far as psychedelics goes. Oh yeah. 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 So I don't know if I don't remember if it's the same with shrooms because I haven't done them as much. But like I know like with LSD, sometimes like you do a lot of it, and then the next day you're like still kind of like. Meh. Um, I don't know if the same thing holds true with like microdosing it, but I definitely do. I did some last night, just like a little sliver, and I definitely do still feel like right now, kind of like uh, maybe I'm just like emotionally tanked, you know? Like mm. you do, you do a substance or something, mm. and that like increases like your serotonin yeah. levels, your dopamine and stuff, and then afterwards you just kind of like you get that. I, I would, yeah, it's hangover is what it is. And you just kind of like, I don't know. 
I only get I only get a hangover from shrooms if I'm doing like a lot of them. Well, I've never like microdosing. I don't I don't feel that way on on microdosing. Yeah, I feel good on microdosing. I feel happy. I feel. I like LSD. My only problem is it's just it's a, it fucks with your stomach so bad. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that mushrooms can do that too. That messes up a lot of people's systems. Probably, but I don't. I'm uh-huh. thinking about. I'm thinking about the last couple times I've done shrooms, and I don't remember having as many issues with my stomach mm. as I do with LSD every time. Yeah? Every time. Oh, dang. Yeah. Like, last night, I was, like, going to bed, and, like, I'm just laying there, and my stomach's just, like, fucking... Just, but, like, nothing... <laughs> Nothing's happened, and I didn't eat anything because I was on LSD, so it's not like I have to go to the bathroom. My stomach's just fucking, you know, just not reacting very well to this substance, and that happens every time. That's my least favorite part of it, but every time I just kind of, like, lay on my left side, I turn on my left side, and I just start, like, uh, like, I do this when I'm having problems with my stomach. I just kind of, like, punch along the, uh, tract. Yeah, the intestinal tract. Yep, Yep. and that just helps, helps fucking, helps my stomach kind of, like, work itself out. Yeah, you're doing it. Usually, I do. I, I I rub it that that way too. But um, yeah, I I've never done LSD, so I I wouldn't know. I I prefer to just do straight up mushrooms. If I next time I tell myself I need to go to the gym, what I need to not do is go hang out with my friends first. Oh. They, they were all hanging out before the show last night, and oh. they were like getting together at five thirty. They were gonna go to the show at seven. I was like, all right. Gym closes at nine, so that'll give me two hours. I got over there and my friend had made jello shots and she was like, Do you want a jello shot? And I was like, Oh no, I gotta go to the gym. I gotta stay frosty. And I was like, Ah, fuck it, I'll have one. Aww. Then I had a second one. Yep. And then someone came over with a lot of edibles and gave me one. It was a fat edible and I ate it. And it was good. And then somebody else gave me a quarter a quarter a little sliver of LSD. And I, I, after the edible, I was still thinking to myself, like, I can go work out. I get high before I go to the gym. I'm fine with that, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's nice to get high, go walk on the treadmill for, like, 15 minutes, and then just go fucking throw some weight around. I love that shit. Oh, what? Yep. No, it's fucking brilliant. Okay, so you're not the only person I know that likes to get stoned and work out. I, I... It makes the physical sensation of working out a lot better. I don't know any other way to put it. It just, it, I just enjoy it more. You know, I can enjoy working out. I can enjoy working out not high. It's fine, but yeah. just like, like, cause like getting into it initially sucks, and smoking weed huh. helps me put me in the mindset of like, you know, it's like I vibe. Then I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go and I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, see, and I, I put my headphones I... on. I start listening to music. I hop on the treadmill, and I'm just into it. See, I don't know if I can do that because one. If I do indica, I can't do it during the day. I that's that's for sleep. But if I do anything that is like sativa based, I and work out, that probably will not be a good idea because I just I'm super creative on that stuff. Yeah, so no, I, I can't. That would drive me nuts if I am trying to work out and I've got all this stuff going on that I want to write down or or. Do you know? I don't well like when I'm working out I just think about working out. Yeah. I might I might look around at some of the people around me and be like, "Damn, she's hot." "Damn, he's jacked" or something like that. You know, I might See, like See, I could do that without. I might look around and do some of that. But when I'm at the gym, I'm kind of like there at the gym. Like I'm not thinking about much else. Yeah. Like I'm not thinking about like writing or anything like that or, you know, doing anything creative. See, that's that's how it is for me just being sober, so I guess mm. that works. Yeah, that's that's like yeah. it, I th- no, and I and I kind of feel like that anytime I go into the gym, whether I'm high or not, it's just that I just prefer getting high before I go to the gym, and then I do it afterwards too, you know, because like it just helps, like you know, with like muscle and fiber healing and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, some people like to take their supplements and do their protein and their creatine. If anything, just take ashwagandha, smoke a little weed. You know, if you have problems, like give it, give yourself 15, 20 minutes to let you, to let your lungs recover. Mm. But you'll be good. You'll be Thank good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I can't smoke and and I, go I can't in there. smoke and go into big public spaces. I go in there. I do a three day split. Out. You know, sometimes that's the only way I can be in public spaces. 
got to get like absolutely wrecked in the fuck. You got to smoke a whole fat bowl before I go into Walmart to fucking distract myself because I hate being in there. I'm not buying under- Who loves going I, I'm I not buying know. underwear or socks from Walmart anymore. Oh no, what I'm happened? Go- just they suck. They just oh. suck. That's all. I thought there was gonna be some crazy. No, I got these. That. Nope, nope. I just got these from Marsh these Adidas socks. I got these from where was it? Fucking Marshalls and Narragansett. Um I fucking love these socks. First off, I think they're making my calf look bet calves look better than they are. I think they're just a little bit t- than yeah. They are. Well, no, because I have I do I do a three day split when I go to the gym. I work mm. out three days a week. Yeah. And leg day I always hit. You know. Plus I've been walking a lot because my because uh, I just got back to work doing the fertilization. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, just these socks. socks. I just love the socks. Yeah. From I, I'm not buying not buying underwear or socks from Walmart anymore. Fuck that shit, you know, fucking go to Target, go to fucking Marshalls, TJ Maxx, whatever. Just don't go to fucking, I don't know if TJ Maxx is good. I've never been there. Um, yeah, they're okay for, for stuff like that. Have you, have you seen the, the, like, boxer briefs for men that have, like, a little ball sack in there? A little, little hammock? A they ball like hammock? A little, that's awesome. They just, they just have, like, a pouch. Yeah! Especially designed for I it. know somebody who uses them, and they say it's fucking awesome. Keep yeah, that'll well, be just good. keeping it like just in a nice little you know. That'll be good for like work and like play because either way it's out of the way, you know. Like I usually wear like boxer briefs for like yeah, when you I'm don't work, have to un- working or working your balls out. from your legs, you know, when it gets all sweaty and gross and. I I you know I honestly <laughs> don't wear underwear most of the time anymore. I'll be uh I wear underwear when I work. You know you got to have some support when I'm working out, mm. but if I'm just like casual chilling like. No underwear. You know what? That's the best way to be. Just, just, just being free. Let I it, go let to it, let it out. Yeah, like I like, when I go out. Like when I go out on the weekends, like I just put on a pair of jeans, and like sometimes I'm a little f- scared that like I, there's always this like fucking. I'm always afraid my dick's hanging out for some reason, you know, coming out of the bathroom or whatever. Like I'm always afraid. Like, did I forget to put my dick back in my pants? Like there's that fear on, like that in my. That would be mind. awesome if you just walked out and be like, um. You're <laughs> at that point. It's like, oh, your 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 fly isn't down. It's like, uh, dude, your dick is out. <laughs> what? How do you even have your pants on? What what's happening? I um, but yeah, I'm always afraid. I'm always afraid of like literally being exposed. I guess. Like, I, I, I mean, that's pro- not the worst thing. It's probably some of that going on. You know, a psych. Uh, not only a fear of physical exposure, but a fear of psychological exposure. Oh, okay. I experienced both of those things in the same setting. I showed you the picture of me pissing in a urinal, urinal, right? I've never seen that. Oh, no, I have seen that. Never mind. I don't want to see that. That's that's hilarious, but also unsettling. Well, okay. So one, yes, I was totally exposed because I had to put my pants all the way down to my ankles (laughs) in order to kind of like straddle the the (laughs) urinal. So my ass was actually hanging out. And um, and the psychological exposure of that is that so I did it twice. The first time I did it as I while I was dressed as a, a male, and I went to a gay club, and everyone was real nice about it. But the second time it was you know when in Providence they have those uh, like pub crawl nights, yeah, or nineties night or like whatever it is, and fucking everybody and their mother is out. That sounds okay. Exhausting. So I went back to the gay club. And I really had to go to the bathroom and I was not going to wait for a stall because everybody was fucking waiting for a stall. So I went, I tried to do, use the urinal again, but this time I was dressed as myself, like a female, my female self. And I was super drunk and I didn't, I didn't realize this at first and it didn't hit me until the next morning. Someone was videotaping me pissing out a urinal, totally exposed. That's illegal. Yep. And I... I was so fucked up That's that I, I didn't it didn't like register to me right away. And then the next morning I woke up feeling completely violated. Mm. Like just I felt so like gross in my skin because I felt so violated that this girl had her fucking phone up and just I'm pretty sure she was she was videotaping it. She videotaping. I... 
fucking hate don't people do that to who, people. I hate people who film stuff in bathrooms. Don't do that. No, it's if you see something funny on the stall, you want to take a picture of it or whatever. You know what I mean? You want to take a like picture. Like call in the bathroom. Mike for a good time. You want to take a picture in the bathroom mirror. Do that, but don't fucking ever record video in the bathroom. Just don't do that. No. Like there's got to be some fucking sacred spaces in this fucking yeah. world. So. Yeah, that was wrong. That, whatever that fucking thing was that just kicked all that ass is badass. This is, this reminds me of like, this is a, you remember uh, the Pink Floyd, The Wall, the movie? Ah, mm. uh, you know, I've never seen that. This is giving me some flashbacks to that. And There's it's a lot I haven't seen. Definitely, probably like a, I'm not going to say directly influenced by it, but it definitely is part of the lineage of stuff that, uh, you know, owes its existence to that movie, The Wall. Mm. Yeah, that it's a really weird it's a really weird movie. I haven't wa- I haven't watched it since I was an adult, so I don't know how it stands as a movie on its own, but it's basically just like a visual album for mm. The Wall. Oh, that's um yeah, it's got like a storyline, it's got characters that you follow and everything. But uh there's a lot of like animated somewhat like quasi psycho- uh, psychological psychedelic elements. And one of the major recurring themes of that movie is, like, women being represented by, like, vagina flower monsters. Oh. Flower vagina monsters. It's like flowers represent, like, the flowers are always turning into, like, vaginas, which are then always eating, like, faceless men (laughs) who have, like, no characteristics. Oh, there's some deep meaning there. Yeah. Vaginas eating faceless men. It is fucked up. Wow. And like, it is... Sounds amazing, actually. It's like, the, it's like relative to like the main character's plight, the main character, Pink. And it's like, it's obvious his relationships are f- with women are fucked up. You can mm. see it in the real world parts of the movie. You can see it in the animated elements of the mm. movie. And just as a kid, it's very unsettling and frightening and somewhat traumatizing it's like okay so wait 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 because we've been talking about this about how people basically represent, well, I'll, I'll be represent fr- themselves through their mediums right I'll, like well, dave no, chappelle representing I wanna, his own thoughts and through his medium of well i do want to say this real company. quickly before i forget but like i definitely do feel some kind of way i definitely do have some kind of like hang-ups about sex and that movie has to be one of the reasons. Like, there's no way it's not. Oh, interesting. Is this something you just realized now? No, I've okay. I've been trying to like work this into like a bit for a while. Oh. But like, I I just figured I'd actually say just the onus of what the joke is instead of like trying to make a joke out of it. Mm. That's interesting. But you were saying about uh, how we represent ourselves. Yeah, like, even even in the show that we're watching, right, where there's all this crazy zany shit happening, and for us, it's like, oh, this is philosophical, and there's some meaning in this, but there's also some comedy and some weird dark humor that, because it's animated, is a little bit more acceptable, if that makes sense. And then we have someone like Dave Chappelle, who represents himself through his stand-up comedy, and is offensive to people and I don't know it just made me think of how we view um artistic mediums and what they say about the person who creates it you know what I mean Mm. yeah I think about how um think about how I try to like represent myself on like social media or whatever as like a character or whatever Mm. as opposed to like the real person because like that's a computer screen that's not a real person, you know? So, like, I, I do feel like in the social media stuff that I do, mm. like, I represent myself one way for a very specific purpose. Right, but that representation is that's, still part of who you are as a person. I guess. Yeah, because you chose to represent yourself in that way. Does well, that make sense? Mo- it's, yeah, but it's mostly exaggerated elements, though. It's exaggerated elements of real things. Yeah, which is part of your character. Which people should, like, I mean, I just, that's how I think of all of social media. That's why I do mm. it like that. Like, people are always exaggerating stuff. The, the, just my whole thing is I'm just self aware about it. Mm. Or at least I hope I'm self aware yeah, about it. But that still know. tells you something that's about, thing about the person. Think, that's the thing about, about thinking you have self awareness. You might just be so fucking egotistic that you actually, you know, 
Like your ego could be so grand, you think you have an idea. Right. And then you turn around, and you're like, where the fuck did this come from? Why is there more here? It's like a bunch of like fucking like the uh, like the agents, the Agent Smith fight in Matrix Reloaded, where they just keep coming in. <laughs> My God, that's so ridiculous. You know. And then Keanu Reeves turns into a fucking uh, rubber band CGI stunt double. Okay, that is what I didn't. I hated about that movie. I hated the CGI on that so much. Like it was so over the top, and maybe that's what they meant to do. But the movie itself was great. It's just I, I once the, once they put that CGI element in there for me, I was like, I, I can't. Like I, I it still doesn't bother me to this really? day. The only I problem I have with so well, the ridiculous. only problem I have with it is just a little bit old, so it hasn't aged well. You know, yeah. like the first Matrix movie has some great CGI. You know, it's, it's yeah, it, it's it does. Just, the first one was it way does better. exactly what it's supposed to do. Whereas with the second and the third one, they kind of like started to step off into like anime bullshit territory. Yeah, and that's why there's so much over the top CGI because yeah, they was... needed it. They... Yeah, but that was a. Di- I, I felt like it was just a big disconnect for that for that movie with that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that that Dragon Ball Z fight at the end of Revolutions was ridiculous. Like, I can't... I My brain... I can't watch the third Matrix movie. I, I just, haven't seen the third one yet because I, I've, I've heard, like, very mixed reviews about it, and I don't know if I want to... I saw the fourth one when it came oh. out, Matrix Resurrections. I saw yeah. it with uh, my buddy Colin I was telling you about. We do the two yeah. dudes videos together. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we talked about that. There's, like, a whole fucking 35-minute video. I'll send you that. Did you? you to... I I think I may have seen that. I might uh, have sent it to you. All right. Yeah. Let me let me see that again. I don't watch my own stuff very often, but like I did watch it back recently because uh... we wanted to do an episode about Batman, but we just didn't have anything to say about it. Um. So I was just like watching, like I was watching the Matrix episode of Two Dudes, just kind of like having like a nice reminiscence, and mm. I I remember before that thinking to myself like I don't know maybe I was a bit harsh on Matrix Resurrections. Then I watched my video again, and all I started remembering the stuff in the movie I was talking about mm. in the video, and I was like, "Oh no, no, no! My opinion was right. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to see that again." Like I was thinking, maybe I want to see it again. Maybe I need to mm. give it a fair chance. But there's a reason I felt the way I did in the movie in the theater. I don't know. I should watch it again. My sister has HBO Max. Yeah, and she gave me an account, so I should just hook it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Some some movies, once they get past, like, second movie, third movie, it just... I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever... Is there... Is there ever a, a series of films where the last ones are better than the first? I just downloaded this recently. It's Do so you know, funny that you mentioned Oh, this. yes, there is. I'm gonna, I'm yes, gonna there is. look this it's, picture it's up. Star, it's Star Wars. The first films that came out Back in the seventies and eighties, way better than the ones that came out uh, in in recent years. Well, even those started to fall apart though by the <sighs> end. Like the like New Hope is really good, you know. Yeah, but they um, stopped at three. Empire. It's like all right, fine. You know, like yeah, yeah. in that time period, they stopped at three. Empire Great, Strikes. Empire Strikes Back is one of the best movies of all time mm-hmm. and the best movie in that series for a reason. And then episode, and then uh, um, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm was just kind of like a it was kind of like a bronze medal it was like a it was like a step back yeah but i mean i'm just speaking comparatively between those and then like the remake not the remake so, but technically they did prequels for according to this so your question was is there a movie where is there a series where part three was better yeah we're like the later the best parts one? Are, were better than the according to this chart no it's so funny that I like I said it's so funny that you mentioned that. Oh my gosh. Because I just saw that I found this the other day. This is amazing. Look at this. Oh, this is kind of wonky. I can put it. I can Yeah. I'll have to fucking overlay it. Did now. you just have this? Like Yeah, I literally I just downloaded this the other day from like Facebook oh, wow, or something. That's so I was just scrolling funny through. that that's coming up because... But yeah, no, according according to that, no. Uh the closest you might get is the Lord sec- of the Rings. Oh. Because they're all is equally good according to that chart. But I don't think Return of the King is, you know, I'm going to do the same thing everybody does. But like the last hour of the movie is way too long. They could have chopped the last bit off of that movie because it's just people saying goodbye to each other for an hour. There's like nine different endings in the movie. Wow. 
This is hilarious. Look how, how far down the third ones of some of these go. They're just like tank, like oh yeah like alien oh yeah alien 3 is matrix not and batman and alien 3 has some interesting ideas but it is not good oh my gosh that's that's hilarious oh i love that that's great yeah i'll, I'll send that to you yeah so why do people keep doing it then stop making trilogies then yeah because they don't get better um, apparently yeah. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, because like the Star Wars trilogy is floated on the strength of the second move. Is floated the original trilogy is floated on the strength of Empire Strikes Back. Mm. So that's the, I think that's the only one that gets to get away with being a trilogy. Maybe Indiana Jones, but like yeah. the first one's good. The second one I actually like a lot because it does something different. With the Indian, with you know, it doesn't. It's not like everybody just thinks of it as like pulpy, rollicking action adventure, mm. swashbuckling shit. But like, the second one literally takes Indy and transport the movie. Literally transports him to an area that is way out of his comfort zone, mm. doing shit that this character is not. He's you got this swashbuckling action character inside of a horror movie. That is a genius fucking idea from a writing standpoint and from a conceptual standpoint. Temple of Doom yeah. is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And Last Crusade is not a bad movie. It's not bad. But it's just a dumbed down, goofy version of what the first movie was. And it's just, it's it's a it's a three star movie. It's a fucking three out of five stars. The first two are the best by far. Exactly. The first two are the best. That's it. I feel like. Sorry, and then Indiana the only the Jones only reason I like the only the reason person. I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when it came out was because I was a teenager. I saw it in the movie theater with the my first girlfriend who mm-hmm. I the I saw it in the theater with her, and it just I just have good memories of it. You know that's why I liked it for so long. Yeah. It's a garbage, not good movie. I can I can get that. I get that. I I stop at a certain point, like with the Matrix. I have no. I have no interest in in seeing anymore. I, I like the first two, and that that's about it. Um, same thing with Indiana Jones. First two are my favorite. Star Wars. From the first trilogy, don't like the new movies. Like I just, I just, they, I don't feel like they ever get better. They just don't get better. So what's the point? Yeah, I do not have high hopes for the new Jurassic World movie. I actually like the first Jurassic World, and now I realize that like. Now I realize that I was just like part of the wallpaper paste generation. Wallpaper. Yeah, they oh. just they were feeding us wallpaper paste for so many years. I actually do like the first Jurassic World. I think it's a decent movie. There's elements of it that could be better to be a great movie, but whatever. And then like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the second one was just kind of like it was a nothing of a movie. It angered me. There was a very interesting concept in the movie because the dinosaurs in the Jurassic Park movies are all clones, right? Like yeah, they're that, all. They're that's, all yeah. that's the central conceit there. Um, so we do have this one interesting element where this little girl character in the second Jurassic World movie, mm-hmm. um, this is little girl character that runs around this rich guy mansion, and then it's revealed that she's a clone, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. That's really unsettling. Really unsettling. The movie drops that reveal and then doesn't say anything else about it for like ten more minutes. There's a whole climactic action scene happening, and I remember the first time I watched that movie, the bad like the the bad guy goes, "She's a clone," which he just drops it out of nowhere. It it's not it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. They just wanted they just mm-hmm. couldn't find any way to put that really interesting idea in the movie, so they did it in the dumbest way possible. And then like this whole climactic action scene keeps happening, and every time somebody talks, I'm like, "Oh yeah, don't forget the girl's a clone. Don't forget the girl's a clone," because I just they they. You can't do that and then not say anything about it. Were That's they, are a, they hoping to make another, another movie? Well, they are making another. Off of that, they like, are making another movie. Oh Jurassic gosh. World Dominion. Oh my god! Dinosaurs have escaped into the real world. Oh my gosh! Stop already! Stop. Right. Stop. Yeah. Do some new material. Like creativity is endless. It's endless. Jurassic Park is one else. is one movie. And then Jurassic World is the proper sequel to that movie because Jurassic Park two and three don't exist. And then that's what it should be. It should just like I'd be fine with the series just being that, like a movie, like one movie that's really good on its own, and then one movie that's like an interesting conceptual follow up to that. Yeah. In fact, in the context of Jurassic Park, 
Jurassic World doesn't need to exist, but I still appreciate it as, as an individual property. There's some of those actions. That dinosaur fight scene at the end of Jurassic World, is just that's just one of the greatest things that was ever put on film ever. It's so fucking cool. There's so many things going on. It's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking shot well. It's filmed well. It's fucking blocked out well. You got fucking the T-Rex fighting the Indominus Rex. You got fucking the little raptor... The little raptor jumping around, fucking being thrown through shit. Like, it's it's just so fucking cool. And then I saw, what was it? I saw King, King Kong, King Kong versus Godzilla. And the whole movie was just that. It was just the dinosaur fight scene from the end of Jurassic World stretched out over one whole movie. Oh, wow. It was fucking great. Wow. I watched all of those fucking Godzilla movies starting with 2014 Godzilla and like watching just how bullshit like how because the first one Godzilla was it was very grounded. It felt real. It felt like they took Godzilla and put him in the real world. Mm. He was slow. He was lumbering. He was Mm -hmm. as big as a skyscraper. So he moves what you would think an animal of that size would move as. A lot of it was shot from the ground, almost like documentary style. You didn't get too many grand epic sky shots. And, like, a lot of the monster fight scenes were filmed from, like, mid-level. Mm. So, like, even in, like, some of the wider, like, shots of the monsters fighting, you don't see them from above too much. Like, the movie's literally trying to stay grounded. Yeah, interesting. So then watching the movies get, like, progressively, like, more zany and wild, watching Godzilla start full-on sprinting into fucking battle is just amazing. Because in the first movie, he just lumbers yeah. so slowly and then by the time godzilla versus king kong comes out he's just fucking sprinting through tokyo isn't that fucking weird though can you imagine like a sloth like being a killer and they're just like a sloth the size of a building like some rampage yeah shit? like yeah. that's that's just ridiculous like an oh, animal man. that can't move very fast or like you know what you sh- oh man you know what you should i don't know if you like big dumb monster movies a fucking rampage with Dwayne Johnson. That movie was. I don't even know what that is. That movie was fucking awesome. It's it was stupid, but it knew how stupid it was. It was a little bit smart when it needed to be, but didn't get lost in that. It knew what it was trying to be, and it didn't try to like, like. So I can respect that in film. It's like the it, men- if that is your intention, like if if it is clear, if I'm watching something, it's and like it the is Men in Black of monster men- movies. Yeah, if it's meant to do that and be like completely ridiculous. Like, that's their intention. I'm like, cool, you did what you set out to do. You know yeah. what I mean? But you can tell when there are some films that I was like, oh, man, really? Like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Um, but uh, here, you, you were talking about, like, some of your appreciation for film. And the one thing that I like is that... So, one, I like it when somebody can do a great remake. Okay? Because something from, like... Like, let's say the 1950s, it just isn't going to have the visual representation of what we're used to seeing today. I'm so singing if, in the rain. So if you could do a great, like, remake, great. The I came home from the war. That's what I have a little issue with is like, okay, now you're just trying to embellish on this whole storyline. And sometimes it just doesn't land well yeah. at all. It just becomes like a redundant thing or you're like, okay. It's like, very rare that you actually need a prequel. What does that exist for? Like, we already know, like the story arc now it's all those like we don't all those actors are older now and that's even if you bring those people back um but the one thing that i have to say because i know we've also been kind of critical about some things is that at least there's somebody doing something and they're being successful at it in some capacity right like all right i talked about this with uh someone the other day about 50 shades the 50 shades series Mm, yep um, because some, I, the, the books were purchased for me. I, I didn't buy them myself. That the books is some were purchased trash that got pushed through a fucking Word document is what that is. And she somehow made it work. Yep. Like that's what people wanted at that time. And she just appealed to like the audience. Somebody figured out if, if an AI could figure out how to make a digital representation of actual garbage, it would come out as the yeah. Fifty Shades oh. of Grey trilogy transcript. <laughs> I've, oh, uh, so my my boyfriend was showing me. Uh, have you have you have you seen Gilbert Gottfried uh, read from the book? 
No, I haven't. He reads from Fifty Shades That's of Grey. That's amazing. It's hilarious. I gotta hear that. It's hilarious. You have to... And then he put me up against the wall. Yes! And he was fucking me. Yes! <laughs> and then he tied me up. He put me on the rack, and he stretched me out and hit me with the whip. Yeah, that's exactly what And the dog like. was fucking the mom, and the mom was fingering the son's ass while... <laughs> the aristocrats! Fifty Shades of Aristocrats! You know what? For someone who hasn't... I mean, he has a very, very distinct way of speaking, but that's pretty much what he does. I get, it's yeah. awesome. It's, it's really... It's, it's fucking great. You, you want to laugh? Look those up. Hey, that that in and on on that note, it's an hour. Oh fuck! Fuck yeah, right? That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. We should do this again sometime. Fuck yeah. Uh, every, go. Do you want people to follow you on like social media and stuff? And yeah, follow you on Instagram. Whatever. Yeah, get your numbers up a little bit. You get like one and a half followers. You one and a half. You get like a one and a half All follower. All right, to my one and a half follower. One and a half new followers. My tag for Instagram is Lady Lee Luna. L-A-D-Y-L-E-E-L-U-N-A. Lady Lee Luna, fucking chocolate bars and ice cream. Oh, no, man. Don't you be associated with my that time with like, that shit. That's what Lady Lee Luna what? sounds like. It sounds like some fucking decadent chocolate shit. It's, it's... I want to go I have like a, I want to go have like a Hagen dazs now. Hagen dazs you know, Godiva, Godiva Lady Lee Luna. The moon. I know. The moon. So the you put a so put a fucking moons. moon in the logo. Chocolate moons. Put a moon in the logo. Chocolate moon. <laughs> Late, Lady Lee Luna, have it be like spelt out like a crescent moon. Mm. Oh, how clever. Sweet. Uh, that was no pun intended. I was just throwing. I was literally just throwing that. Doesn't off the, the Luna bar do that already? Maybe. I, I think know. they already do that. Luna bars, are those the ones? With, there's Luna bars and there's Lara bars. What's the it's, difference? The Luna No, they're just a different protein bar. Oh, okay. It's just a different company. One of them's that Because I know one of them is like all natural ingredients, like yeah. dates and nuts and stuff yeah. like that. Whereas one of them is like, the other one is more like a cliff bar where it has some like granola and shit like that. Like, oh, no, I think more... Luna are more like chocolatey type of bars and stuff. I don't know. Which ones are the ones for mountain climbers? Oh, that's those are cliff bars. No. Cliff. Okay. Yeah, Cliff. Lady Lee. Lady Lee. <laughs> Luna bars and Lara bars. They neither of those are made for mountain climbers. Uh, Cliff bars. Which are. one of those is made for girls? <gasps> All of them. All of them. Got that ass. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh God. Bye. Bye. This is really fun. I feel like...